I think somehow my videos are doing insanely good. And it's just telling me that only a hundred people watch him. <laughs> I seriously, like, how does a guy in Brevard not know who you are who watches my videos? Like, there's no way. Yeah. YouTube screw me up. And they won't let me monetize my channel and they won't tell me why. It's like I'd only be making two dollars. What up, party people? As you can tell, I lost my voice after Big Sugar this last weekend, so I apologize if you're ready to rip your ears off after listening to my raspy voice for the next hour and a half. Dylan and I both raced the final stage of the Lifetime Grand Prix this weekend, and we share a few stories from the ride. Then, Dizzle Dillman breaks down not one but two cross races that he won this last weekend, including a C1. He's the first American to do so this year. If you have any feedback or questions for the show, you can find us on the gram at Scott McGill Jr., Dylan Johnson, or Adam Saban Six. Or you can head over to the brand new show page at Bonk Bros. We also have an email right now, so if that's more of your jam, drop us a note at bonkbrospodcast at gmail.com. All right, let's get this Bonk Bros party started. I was waiting because we're doing the like we're doing like the the clinic on Friday. So I was hoping that they'd give us free parking and free reg. Um and I think they're just gonna give us free parking. So you used to pay for parking? You have to play for parking at like all those races. That's what, so like why do you race need to park? The race this weekend in Indy. Well, oh no no no, you have to pay for parking if you're like we're bringing our camper. So like Well, yeah, I know, but like I think I'll have the I'm like hanging out with the blue people, but Yeah, then they'll probably they'll they'll be paying for parking. Oh, is Bruner going? No, he's not he's not going. Uh, Fonson and uh, the mechanic, we're all staying together, dude. So you're we don't race till you're just jumping straight back into racing after two weeks off. Uh, yeah, (laughs) we'll probably win. (laughs) Who's who's going? Who's showing up? We should start recording. We're going to talk. I'm sure we're going to talk about this. We're recording right now. Right now. (laughs) Oh snap! I wasn't looking. How long? Oh, whoops! My bad. <laughs> so who's yeah. go, who's gonna be there? I, uh, I still I don't even know what I, I don't follow cyclocross. What we're there's a race in Indy. It's you not should. a big one. No, it's I not. think uh, big. The biggest names that'll be there are gonna be Scott, myself, and Caleb Schwartz, and Funston, and Funston. Yeah, yeah. <sighs> All right, Scott. This is your time to shine. Funston won, I think, last year, one of the days. Yeah. It was his first UCI podium and first UCI win. Dude, the parking is $150. That's for, like, pro parking or something? Yeah, these people act like I have, like, a sponsor. Why why do they just... (laughs) Like, like just because I'm, like... In the pro race means I have to pay more. Like the registration, that's more. dude. That's no, no, what. I, that's that's what only I was you have. Say. Why is the pro parking more than parking for anyone else? That's only if you have like a tent and a camper. I, or no, something I like get that. it. If, I get it. I get it. If you're just but, gonna like show up in your van and don't pay for parking. You can just park in the. Wait, other you can post up. You can you can set up a tent in the parking lot. It's like a big parking lot. Yeah. It's like one mm. big parking lot for general, and then another big parking lot for all the pro teams. I got you. Even, but the the registration is what gets me. It's 40, 40 bucks for most of the races. 
Yeah. And then it's sixty dollars for our race. Mm-hmm. Like what? Yeah, what? I mean USA Cycling, the pro license is like twice as much as the amateur in license. Europe, in Europe, they don't even care. Like when I was over there, I sucked, and they still gave you start money just for showing up, even if you got last. You still got like a hundred oh. euros just because they showing treat it up. like an actual professional sport. Yeah, it's like the complete opposite here. It's like. They're, the people putting on the race have to make money off the racers, not the spectators. <laughs> Is there prize money? Yeah. Not the, any significant uh, amount. Yeah. The winner gets 400 bucks each day. Mm. At the C2, right. yeah. Yeah. Dude, you can make more than that, like, shooting pool on a Thursday night. <laughs> Good. <laughs> um, yeah, what do we even do? With, why do we do this? <laughs> Dylan, how much money did you win at Big Sugar? Oh, dude, I probably... Dude, how did you suck definitely... so bad at Big Sugar? <laughs> <laughs> You're terrible. <laughs> dude, I really... I, I'm going to be honest. I I really don't know. I, I don't know why I suck so bad. Like, I don't have just, a like, reason. Do you like, not pedal or what? <laughs> yeah, it's a it's a great question. My, my normalized power was, like, 40 or 50 watts lower than it usually is for a five-hour race. Um, so, I don't know. Like, I... like. I felt decent at BWR Michigan, which was just two weeks ago. And I thought, you know, like, oh, yeah, I'll I'll be in good shape for Big Sugar. And I mean, if I had had the legs that I had at BWR Michigan, it would have been a much better race. I just I just literally didn't didn't have any juice. So. Wow. Yeah. You don't even have like a good excuse. No, I don't have any excuse. I just you didn't, like flat. You didn't uh, stop and let the air out of your tire. <laughs> no, that's what you should. No, done. dude, it was it was like one of those races. <laughs> it was one of those races that was going so bad that I was like, I wish I had a catastrophic mechanical right now. <laughs> you know what I mean? Or you but just like blow a turn on purpose and just crash and. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, dude, I got I got beat by uh I got beat by two girls. And Adam. Yeah. And Adam. <laughs> and Adam. And Adam, yeah. I mean, I got yeah, so and also like um Alexis Scarda who got uh is that how you say her last name? Yep. Uh she got third. I sh- the Did last you sprinter no, I didn't. I didn't sprint her. I didn't. Sprint her. <laughs> and whooped her. <laughs> no, no, no. That's right. The, la- the last twenty. The last twenty miles of the race was like kind of flat in a headwind section, and she. I came up on her, and she looked like she was solo in the headwind. She kind of looked like she was struggling, so I just pulled her. The last twenty miles, um, and Rose Grant was not that far behind us. Mm. So if I hadn't done that, she might have gotten fourth. Wow. Yeah. Good job. But I got, yeah. Did I she give know. you some of her prize money? No. <laughs> I don't Was there I, any prize money? No, 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 no. There's no prize that's money. Why was, that, that's why I was a joke. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. I mean, yeah. So I don't know. I guess I got front row seats to the women's race at this one. Was it exciting? Yeah. I mean, the page who won, like, I guess she was she was a dark horse. Like I'll be honest, I didn't even. I mean, I guess I'd heard her, heard about her before, but I didn't really know know who she was until this weekend. I talked to her a little bit before the race, and then what was her name? Paige. Paige. 
Um, Ulner or something? Mm-hmm. There we go. And, I mean, she probably caught me, like, two-thirds of the way through. Uh, and she was riding with Ted King. And, um, yeah, I don't know. She was she was riding so strong. And she had Dude, such, Ted, Ted such rode a her all the way up, all the way back up to the group that I was in. Really? And, yeah. And we, like, dropped Standish and Keel with, mm-hmm. like, 10 or 15 miles to go. And she like hung on. She she was taking more pulls than Keel was. Yeah, dude. She was I mean, what the short amount of time that I was riding with her group, she was probably doing seventy percent of the polling. So Yeah. It's crazy. Um do you, do you think maybe you went so slow because you were because of your bike? <laughs> yeah, what's with you and all this like dumbass bike? Like, <laughs> I always see you doing some dumb shit to your bike when you're like resting or something. <laughs> when I should be resting, dude. Adam yeah. a- Adam Robert put out a video. Yeah, that's yeah, Dylan was like trimming the hair on his tires for like an hour, dude. Okay, so but like that seems ridiculous, but you gotta see the Continental Race King tires when they're new. They're like the hairiest tire you've ever seen. Does that actually like, make a difference? Well, I was like, dude, if you shave your legs, why would you not shave your hairy ass tires? <laughs> What's the point of the things on the tires anyway? It's just manufacturing. Like that's where they shoot the rubber in. And it's just left over from the manufacturing. Like it you need a you need to trim it. Dude, they should do that for you. They should do it's it ridiculous. for you. I agree. I agree. Continental, can you please get on that and trim the tire hairs for me? Sure, so I, I think Maxis trims all theirs. A lot of companies do. I don't know why Continental doesn't do it. Well, when we when we launched tires, the though. when we launched the ignition tire manufacturing company at oh, Dylan's no. garage, uh, here we go. We'll, we're going to trim that rubber. <laughs> Hashtag trim the rubber. <laughs> Drew just thinks it's so easy to make a tire. Yeah, dude. Like, make a make a little mold, throw some rubber in it, come up with a sick name. We already have the like a master plan. Just name the tires after the race, and then everybody thinks they have to buy that tire for that race, and we end up selling yeah tons of tires for every single race. The mm-hmm. Unbound tire, the BWR San Diego tire, mm-hmm. the Michigan tire, all of them. Yeah, dude. but gravel's gonna die by the time you get this into production, so it's yeah. all. Good. <laughs> yeah now dude that bike um i said this to about probably 50 people over the weekend but um that bike was fastest it was the fastest bike with the slowest rider uh, yeah exactly you hit the nail on the head i mean you said (laughs) well no no no. so i tested that bike on the course versus my gravel bike and that bike was faster which is why i rode it i was just gonna ride it so many times i can tell I can I tell you what his times were on the segments because he said it so many times. Four oh seven and four oh two on the downhill. No, nope, that was it was two oh seven and two oh two. Oh two oh seven and four thirty on the uphill and five yeah. minutes on the uphill. Just chill instead of doing all this shit. Maybe you'd like do better. And like, shouldn't you be like making YouTube videos or something? Like you're just out there like testing out different bikes. What the like? What do you do with your spare time? What a nerd! Yeah, I mean, I I uh, I spent all the that- same week in the same week you did that and you shaved your hair off of your tire. Well, shaving the hair off of your tire takes like twenty minutes. I think Max. that was the same day. 
I'm going to start just mailing you <laughs> books and make you read books instead with your spare time. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> um, yeah. So I don't know. That bike was faster, which makes it even more embarrassing how slow I went, I guess. What, Real question. Wait, what bike did you ride? Your mountain bike or something? It was a mountain bike with drop bars. I So here, I I obviously had a terrible <clears throat> day. But I think that if somebody like Keegan or Russell uh, had been on my bike or let's just say their bike, their hardtail with drop bars kind of set up like mine with mountain bike tires, they wouldn't have won by 30 seconds. They would have won by like five minutes or more. That's my, that's my personal opinion. But you're Adam, thinking of it as Adam, like a Adam, tell them, tell them how I dropped you on the downhill. Dude, not you. You were on the downhill. You were actually, you were actually, <laughs> cooked, you, I, you were actually doing well on the downhill. But that group that we were with, like, it would oh, literally we, be like a two-minute descent, and I would put like forty-five seconds into them. <laughs> dude, I'm not gonna lie. I kind of wished someone else was on the mountain bike that day because I knew mm-hmm. that you didn't have the legs to stay away. But like every descent, we would put like twenty, thirty seconds on the group, and I'd be yeah. like, "Well, I guess we're just gonna wait for the group to catch us because there's no way Dylan's gonna." Help yeah. pull us away. Yeah, I that's mean, why, that's why you wouldn't win by five minutes with the bike. That's exactly why, because it's not a time trial; it's a race. No, yeah, no, I wouldn't win by five minutes. Keegan or Russell would have won by five minutes. Yeah, because but Keegan and Russell aren't attack aren't time trialing from the gun, are they? No, they wouldn't attack from the gun. They would they would attack on a downhill with like you know twenty miles to go, and then just solo in and win. I don't know. I wouldn't. I wouldn't just say they would win by five minutes before they did it. How did Russell beat Keegan? I didn't watch the race or anything. How did he beat him? Um, so from what Adam Roberge was saying, he said they were attacking constantly, both of them, and they were. It, it seemed, even though they're not teammates, I guess they're good friends. And from what Adam was saying, it seemed like they were kind of cool with either one of them winning. Um, Cause like mm-hmm. they would, one would attack and then they'd make other people do the work to catch. I got you. Uh, so eventually one of the attacks stuck and it was Russell and he got the win and it was pretty, pretty late into the race when that happened. I think at one point Adam was solo. It was on the, the last front. climb, I think. Or second to last yeah. climb or something. Yeah. There was, it, there was uh, a pretty significant road, road climb, like with less than five miles to go. Did Pete whine about anything after the race? <laughs> uh i don't think so i think this race had minimal drama wow yeah i know the series he... is over just like that the series is over yeah wow that's I would crazy say the biggest drama was probably that payson had to dns because he got sick mm. because yeah of that, that he, was he, that was dramatic. he lost his top 10 spot and lance got in so lance was 10th because of that Oh, so dang. is that really a drama? Sounds like there's no <laughs> that drama. That sucks there. though. It well, sucks. Pacing, so I mean, if yeah, if, but uh, he didn't do anything wrong. So if he had started, <laughs> if he had started the race and pulled out, would he have? Uh, mm, not have to finish. Yeah. Do you like? Did you have to finish the race? Like, what if he had started the race and pulled out? I don't know exactly what the rules. No, because he still would have gotten zero points. Yeah, but zero is better than not. Disqualified. No, no, no. Just he didn't get disqualified. He, he just he only four of his races got to count because he only did four races. 
Mm, okay. But oh. but a part of the stipulation if you was DNF, that he, you get his, you still get zero points. I think gotcha. he he put out a post that said if he would have just finished, given the number of people who didn't show up, mm-hmm. he would have still gotten like ten points or something like that. So then he would have been back in the top ten. Huh. Mm. I wonder if he would have been able to finish. I don't I don't know how bad he what like how bad he was, but. Yeah, I don't know. It would have been really embarrassing if he was sick and he still beat me, which probably would have happened. <laughs> Very possibly. Yeah. So does that mean Bonk Bros is over too, since we don't have the lifetime GP to like rag on every week? Dude, what? Did you uh, not we hear rag on Dylan's big sugar performance for a couple <laughs> weeks. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. I didn't. Scott. I didn't even look at the results. I don't even know what place I got. I did. You, I I thought they messed 40? your thing up. I was. I had to scroll several pages on my phone. <laughs> <laughs> Mind you, burn. I like, I mean, off or something. Uh, I was he's like, like oh, who are all these girls? Oh, there you go. Yeah. So, what place did I get, Scott? I think you were like 53rd. Okay. Or something. All right. Like Man. Is that like good for one of these things? I don't no, even know. No, it's not good. Uh, <laughs> top 60, bro. I mean, it's all like it's all relative, right? Like some people top, you know, they would be stoked on that result, but like obviously that that's a terrible result for me. Adam, I'm sure you you'd like be at least 30. one of the world tour guys. Yeah, I don't know. Maybe. So why you beat, do all these you beat like you beat you beat like 300 girls. Mm. Dude. Probably beat 300 guys, too. Wow. <laughs> um, yeah, dude, so we were freaking out about how there were all these world tour pros there. I'm pretty sure they were all there. They were all specialized riders, and Specialized just released that new gravel bike, the suspension gravel bike, which is, like, not really a suspension gravel bike. It's just kind of a glorified thud buster seat post, but it's in the frame. But anyway, so... They had all these riders there, and Adam Roberge and I were freaking out before the race. Like, oh, man, you know, dude, these guys are going to kill us. Like, we don't stand a chance, blah, blah, blah. And then none of them were a factor. Also, Alexi called that. He's like, they're not going to be a factor. And we're like, dude, what are you talking about? These guys are so strong. And he's like, he's like, they're not going to be a factor. And he was right. They weren't a factor. I don't know if they haven't ridden their bikes since World Championships or they just didn't try. Um but, like, I don't think any of them were even in the top ten. They must be getting like paid to do that. I think they. I think. I think they, a few of them flatted out. Yeah. Yeah. For sure. I, I rode with one bike? of the guys for quite a while. Yeah, they were they were all on the brand new bike. Nice. So they they were riding one by Shimano drivetrains. Because that's and the new dude that too, I was right? riding with. He must have dropped his chain like ten times. Like almost every descent, his chain fell off. Dang. Uh, yeah. Um, Scott, aren't you? But he was so by strong Shimano? on the uphills. He would. We would like. We'd probably put like a minute into him on the descents, and then he would ride his way back to us on the on the flats or the uphill. Yeah, you know what's funny is that Specialized just released that new bike, and special and uh, Specialized rider won the men's race, but on the crux, not the new bike. He could have ridden the new bike. Yeah. But he didn't. Why? Why could he have? 
Because he's they, a specialized they, rider. He they offered him specialized one? he wants. Did they give him one? Why would they not give him one, dude? He's literally a specialized pro gravel rider. Dude, you never, I don't know. Dude, he's, he's getting way more from specialized than you are, Scott. You don't know that. He doesn't even have to ask. <laughs> he doesn't even a- have to ask for the new Diverge. They're just like, here you go. Did you see him riding it? No. Then how do you know he, he had it? <laughs> he didn't bring it. He he had the chance to ride one, though. So did a few other specialized guys that I talked to. Hmm. But it weighs like three pounds more. Yeah. Um, or more. Also, the S-Works is so, like 18.9 pounds without pedals. So also, the suspension... Like the, they're saying like the bike is still rigid, but it's suspended, and it's basically because only the seat post is moving, right? Um, so my question is, okay, that's gonna make your your butt more comfortable when you're riding gravel, but that is is that actually gonna make you faster, right? Because the wheel, like your 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 legs are still connected to the cranks, which don't have any suspension. Like the reason why a full suspension mountain bike is faster on rough terrain is because the wheels are moving independently of your body and your and your legs. You know what I mean? Like basically, what this is doing is it's just you know providing some cushion for your butt um, and I guess your upper body. But I I want to know if that's actually going to make you faster or not. Yeah, I don't know. The weird thing was the dude that I was riding with, and maybe he didn't understand how it worked or something, but he kept locking it out on all the climbs, like as mm-hmm. if like that would make it, you know, stiffer or whatever, and then he would open it up for the descents. But I guess like what you're saying though is like you're not really you're not locking it out. Like it's I mean, you're it's not like a suspension fork where it, you know, flex or, you know, moves up and down. Yeah. So I, I don't, don't even I don't even know why you would lock it out. Like Right. On a dis, cause you know, pedal, like your, your pedaling input is not caught causing the suspension to activate. Um, and also on a descent, you're standing up anyway, which means the suspension is literally doing nothing for you. <laughs> he did that right by the mic on purpose. He said, okay, that- next topic. Cramp. Is that the non alcohol? Is that the camo can? It's the camo, but you know, you know how camo has like like real tree has a camo and like yeah, it'll be like labeled as a real tree. I think this is bush camo because there's like little like on the branches in the camo it says bush on the with a bunch of H's on the branch. <laughs> I think they have their own copyrighted camo. Dude, you should see if they'll sponsor you. I've tried. Dude, how sick would that be if you had a camo jersey? I don't know. That probably wouldn't look that cool. But why do you think it'd be UCI cool? legal if you had like a gun holster on your seat on your top tube? No. <laughs> I just like how they do like cool cans. Like they do a corn can. Because <laughs> I was, I was, at, I was, I was literally at the liquor store, and Keystone had a camo box. And Bush had a camo box. I mean, and they I looked, they really they really know their customers, don't they? I looked, <laughs> I looked in the boxes of the thirty packs, and the cans of the Keystone were just normal cans. But the Bush, the can is also camo, so I bought the Bush. Wow, that's what sold. That's me. what I'm saying, dude. They know that the they Keystone know their customers. They know their customers' priority. Yeah is is the camo just in the Bush or is it in the Bush light too? I, I don't remember. 
Uh, I don't know. I don't really care which one I drink, honestly. You just want the one that's camo. Yeah, I just care about the can. Uh, yeah. <laughs> okay. You're going to crush it and then put it in your in between your fork and your retire on Saturday? What, so it makes like a bunch of noise? Yeah, dude. No. <laughs> dude, that's what Dylan should have done. Then he could have cut all of his hair off with, with a can. Uh, yeah. Yeah, there's got to be a better way to do that. What, cut the hairs off of Continental Race Kings? So were you riding a fresh pair of tires? Mm-hmm. Do you do that every race? No, I don't have a fresh pair of tires every race, but I did for this one. Oh, okay. Yeah. And when I when I throw the Continental Race Kings on before a race and they still have the hairs, I cut the hairs off. Dude, they're literally hairier than my legs when my legs have hair on them. I think this is what people need to understand. <laughs> Drew, you know, they're they're like the Vittoria tires. The tubeless ones? Uh I don't think I ever had any of those brand new. Pretty sure I got like leftovers. <laughs> Pretty sure yeah. Dave Dave and Amanda just mailed me a bunch of their leftovers that they had that were still like they were still in good shape, but they weren't brand new, like out of the box. Sure. I do like those yeah. tires though. Mm-hmm. Wait, I can't say that. I mean, I like challenge. <laughs> Is challenge your sponsor? Technically, for cyclocross. Challenge sucks, dude. No, dude, I don't. Just <laughs> you just because you flatted one, yeah. That's like I'm just, I'm just kidding. Cha- challenge, I, challenge yeah, actually. The, that's right. What? Let's hear the stats. Come on, the stats. <laughs> yeah, challenge. Challenge tires are super fast. Like they're the because fastest. Of their sidewalls. Because yeah, because they're sidewalls. It's just if you're gonna, it's got to be the right race. Like most, I think they're just they just don't hold up for most gravel. Yeah, well, for cyclocross, so the bomb. When we when we did the podcast last week and you guys were talking, I like pretty much until the race morning or until the race started, I was like in my head like regretting the fact that I didn't bring my hardtail because mm-hmm. you guys were like talking like oh. You should have brought your heart tail. Like this course is so gnarly. And dude, I didn't think it was like all that gnarly. Like I don't I don't understand where everyone was hyping it up so bad. I think the hardtail would have been slower just because it's so much less aerodynamic. But if you had done Dude, you what, ran the hardtail. No, but my hard tail's not that much less aerodynamic. Oh, because of the drop bars. Drop bars on it. Yeah. What about like the fork? The fork's not necessary. I just have that fork on there because a gravel fork is too low and a mountain bike fork is too high. And that gravel suspension yeah, fork is kind of in the middle. Isn't that fork like significantly less arrow than a yeah, than for sure. road fork? Yeah, for sure. So I'm going to try to find a fork that's actually the right length that's a rigid fork for that bike and keep that bike uh, locked and loaded for I gravel thought you race. had a rigid fork. Yeah, but it's too long. It's like, like the way, axle to crown is too long, or the like a, yeah, the, the axle to the axle to crown is too long. Okay, so the way it's the way the bike is set up now, the the position is very similar to the position on my gravel bike, and uh, with the for, with the normal rigid fork, the axle to crown was too long, and the bars were way higher than I would normally have them on my gravel bike. So. That was the main reason why I ran that fork. So if you would have had that fork, would you have run that at Schwamm again? No, I would have ran the mountain bike fork at Schwamm. Okay. Yeah. 
Dude, where did Drew go? I don't know. I don't know we were talk- like, dude, we were talking about freaking gravel suspension forks, and he's just like, I'm out of here. Is he getting a coffee? <laughs> oh, no, he's getting a water bottle. But uh, Drew, can you hear us yet? Go ahead, Dylan. Dude, I honestly just think that everybody is thinking everybody people's idea of what a gravel tire is they're like okay gravel tires are 35 mil to 45 mil like that's the range for a gravel tire they're thinking too narrow like i think that a gravel tire should be between 40 and 55 mil because it's fast it's faster like i've tested this multiple times at this point and the thing is it doesn't feel faster but it is faster like that that mountain bike with the drop bars, when you ride it, it feels slower. And then when you look at the time, you realize that it's faster. If that makes any sense, it's just because it's smoother. Well, oh, there you have it. <laughs> Gravel bikes are there. <laughs> <laughs> All right, so anything else with Big, Big Sugar? Yeah, I don't have anything to contribute to the that. Lifetime Grand, we'll do a whole Lifetime Grand Prix episode at another time. What Let's talk we? about how the fact that Dizzle is the first person to win both races on a weekend yet, except for Sebastian, or not Sebastian. Uh, what's his name? I could reel off all kinds of like goofy statistics, but Vincent <laughs> Bastions. Vincent Bastions. I'm the first American to win what back-to-back UCI races yeah. first American to win a, a C1 this year um probably like the biggest gap between first and second place dang just first lucky American to, to run a lap of a course yeah that was a different <laughs> race but <laughs> um but it was all kind of like oh I went from like my, I think my best C1 result before this weekend was like sixth or seventh so like never even been on a C1 podium and then I go to like winning, but it, it literally did not feel like winning a C1. Like I didn't beat, I didn't beat many fast people. So it just feels like I cheated or something. <laughs> it's just a weird, it's just a really weird feeling. Um, like fast I mean, people didn't show up. Yeah. The season. So, all right. So Drew, but okay. So if, if you took, if you replaced yourself with Curtis, like, would people still have said the same thing? I don't know. I ain't Curtis. Is anyone even saying no, that, or not. is that just in your own head? I think it's in your own head. What? I don't I think, know about that. Well, <laughs> yeah, no. it's pretty legit. Like, nobody fast was there. Okay. <clears throat> okay. Had the fast people been there, I do think I would have been in the mix for the podium. Because um, I've been getting better at every race weekend. So, Yeah. I just, you know, part of me is like, well, dude, but like three weeks ago, you were like begging for all the euros to be stripped out of the results. You basically got that this weekend. (laughs) Yeah. All the euros and all the Americans were stripped (laughs) out of the race. It was like (laughs) just just me and a bunch of local people. Yeah, dude. It's it's the weirdest thing. I don't think I've ever been to a C1 that was that poorly attended by like the fast guys at least like usually at least a couple guys show up it was literally like me and brandon fix were the only ones that had uci points almost it was like Mm. 
It was just bizarre. Yeah, that's pretty. I don't know why. I almost I almost went just because of that, but I'm pretty glad. I almost I did. thought some people would. Like I was looking at Reg on Wednesday when it closed, and I'm like, somebody's going to sign up because they could just come and cherry pick these points, and nobody yeah. did. So I was like, all right, I'm <laughs> the one cherry picking the points. <laughs> I mean, yeah, to Dylan's point, he was asking about why was it this way. The season's been nonstop every single weekend since the first weekend of September or second weekend of September. There's been back-to-back double race weekends where you're racing Saturday and Sunday. And a lot of the guys like Curtis, Bruner, um, a lot of those front running guys have done every single weekend and they were going to tap it and they were going to top it all off with the two world cup weekends. And Cincinnati was just the the weekend right after the world cups. And so I think like Curtis and Bruner and, and Lance, well, Lance was at big sugar, but those guys were all like peaking for those American world cups. And then after that, I think they're probably resting and starting to train for Pan Ams in two weeks and I'm kind of did the opposite. I skipped charm city like three or four weeks ago and I rested then. And I knew I was going to race Cincy and then major Taylor this weekend and I'm skipping Pan Ams. And so I kind of like flipped the season a little bit. I'm just doing a different schedule than they were. And it kind of worked out to my benefit. Nice. So you, you've got to be like top five for us rankings now, right? That'd be nice, but no. I had I had such a bad season last year that I still have not like caught up to the points that I missed out mm-hmm. on at this point last year. You're eighth. Yeah, yeah, I know. It Where, what are you, like, Scott? I, I feel like I've been doing really good. Eleventh, uh, I guess. Okay, dude. Yeah. How are, how is Drew ahead of you, bro? Scott's only raced once this year. <laughs> <laughs> I haven't, and I like the World Cups. You get so many points at the World Cups, even if you finish. You get, you get points. points. Like you don't even have to like. You can get pulled and get points. That, yeah. That's how a lot of Americans will like get their first points. They'll just go over to Europe and and start into the a World, World Cup. Cup. Yeah, that's why. Yeah, I mean, no offense to Caleb Schwartz, but that's why he got selected for the world's team last year is because he was like one of the guys that went to Europe over the Christmas block, and he started a bunch of World Cups and got points, and then he got selected for Worlds. Yeah, but that's like part of the game, right? Yeah, exactly. You played the yeah, game, exactly. Yeah, yeah. I'm hoping well, to do Scott. that this year. Yeah, like I think Brandon could have done that, but he didn't go to Europe, so I think he get, they were like it was the same spot. Right. Right. So yeah, not much to talk about there. There was one thing. I guess if this is like the Bonk Bros should talk about like the one stupid thing I did. There was like there's there's really I'm high sure there's there's really high barriers <laughs> right before the finish. And I, you know, like I didn't need to hop them. So I wasn't, and I, they were high and I hadn't practiced them and they were like just high enough and just close enough to where like, I was like, eh, it's probably not worth it. <laughs> and then literally like the last lap of the second day. So like literally I'm finishing the weekend. Somebody like, as I'm coming down that straightaway to go into the barriers, some kid says, hop the barriers. And I'm like, what do I got to lose? And so (laughs) without practicing or anything, I hop the first one and and clean it and it's good. And I crashed over the second one and it was like, Oh, but that's like humbling. You know, like you go from thinking, Oh man, I just won these two races to thinking that was embarrassing. Why did I do that? Uh, And it was literally no purpose. Like I was just, 
I guess I, in the back of my head, I'm thinking like, I'm going to show these people that I can do this. And mm-hmm. I didn't do it. And they, so. they mustn't, they weren't that far behind you after that then. Cause I think you only, yeah, it was only like a, like a 15 10 second, second gap. gap or 15 seconds. Yeah. Before then it was like 40. So like, I didn't like rush to get back up. Cause I was like, well, I think I have some time, but yeah, I kind of like was laughing at myself, but also very embarrassed. Like, why did I do that? <laughs> I don't like showing off. So like I just got caught up in the moment and tried to show off and then was like, it was like an immediate, like, that's not even like what I like to do. Why did I just do that? Yeah. I think that's right up there with uh, Curtis's excessive celebration. I just, I can't stand excessive celebration. When I won both days, I just put like my hand up like this. I almost didn't even do that because I I I, don't like celebrating. I, I think that the, the, most boss move is that you need to cross the finish line and pretend like you just finished a Sunday coffee ride. When you I win Nats no, this year, boss move is I'll you just... cross the finish line and you you act like you're going out for another lap. Just go out for another lap. Don't <laughs> stop. Don't stop, dude. Just keep going. <laughs> Blow past all the photographers. <laughs> oh, that'd be so good. <laughs> Dude, didn't Mark Miles beat you at the freaking Dust Bowl race? Yeah, so he's probably doing some crazy <laughs> math, and and he's probably saying, "Oh, well, you know, because I beat Dillman." Deductive reasoning: this, I, could, I could win yeah, a C one next year. I could win a C one. Yeah, exactly. Because I beat him in a gravel race when he was training, and he did a gym session the day before, and yeah. He uh, he so races like these someone, cross bikes. Someone's still a little butthurt about that. <laughs> yeah, dude. no, no, I don't care about that. I just don't like. I just don't like him very much. Um, and if you listen, well, I bet to next this, year you're not going to do a gym dude, day the day before. Dude, I probably I won't even do. Probably won't even, <laughs> probably won't even do that race next year. He can dude, have the it. Dust Bowl. Dust Bowl is like a high priority race, man. It's like, yeah. dude, is, so is it part of the gravel goes, rankings? It should be. <laughs> yeah, man. Um. Yeah, he does race these these cross races on the Aero Factor bike because he's a mm-hmm. factor rider. Mm-hmm. You he think he races cross on the? What, is that technically a gravel bike? It's a gravel yeah, it's bike. Yeah, Aero gravel bike. I don't and he know races why. The cro- he races cross on it. And mm-hmm. he's just like Dude, Drew. Drew, you race cross on an Aero cross bike. The Trek it's boom. A cross bike. It's a cross bike. It's literally yeah, but it, cyclocross. Well, factor. Still I, I mean, it, in his defense, factor no. doesn't, doesn't make a. I don't think a, the boon is a cross specific bike. Like they've got two gravel bikes that you could use for cross. Right. Just but fine. He, I'm pretty sure he's he's buying them. So I don't know why he's buying gravel bikes and racing. You have no idea cross. what he's doing behind the scenes, man. Um, he works at a his dad's bike shop in owensboro kentucky and he just got his first uci points this weekend i'm pretty sure right, factor right. didn't send him those frames for free dude you don't know, maybe he won like the dust bowl maybe after maybe after he won the dust bowl they were like we need to we need to pick this guy up and dude, they sent him the arrow frames factor sponsors me and i didn't even get top 50 at big sugar yeah but they sponsor you for other <laughs> stupid reasons like youtube right dude, dude this, this is video. yo guys this is a hilarious story and i called drew immediately after this happened so yes I'm at, I'm this at is a, the highlight of the whole <laughs> whole episode right here i'm at a local bike shop 
in Brevard, the hometown that I live in, and I That's right. And I'm <laughs> infiltrating your space, bro. So I walk into this bike shop and there's a guy in there and I'm wearing this ignition shirt and I walk in there and the guy is like, "Oh, do you ride for ignition?" And I was like, "No, nah, like me and my buddy, we uh we own ignition together." And he's like, "Oh, dude, you know Drew Dillman?" <laughs> and I was like, yeah. And he's like, oh, dude, I just love his videos so much. His race breakdowns are so good. Uh, I'm just such a big fan of Drew Dillman. And I was like, oh, cool, man. And he's like, he's like, yeah, what, you know, what's your name? And I was like, maybe if I tell this guy my name, like it'll, you know, he'll, he'll have recognized me somewhere. And I was like, yeah, I'm, I'm Dylan. And he's like, oh, cool, man. Like, well, you know, uh, just love the stuff that Drew is doing. That's so cool that you know him. He had absolutely <laughs> no idea who I was. <laughs> this is what like that motivates me so much. I'm like, yes. I think something is broken on my YouTube. I really do. I think somehow my videos are doing insanely good, and it's just telling me that only a hundred people watch them. <laughs> Seriously, like, how does a guy in Brevard not know who you are who watches my videos? Like, there's no way. Yeah. YouTube screw me up. And they won't let me monetize my channel, and they won't tell me why. It's like, I'd only be making $2. Like, why are you denying me my $2? Like, I've applied. <laughs> wait, wait. They're denying. I've applied, they're I've applied denying. 12 times, and they won't tell me why they won't accept me. And I've met all the qualifications. Mm. I don't know. Too many inappropriate videos on your channel, man. I guess, dude. Like, <laughs> dude, I, yeah. I'm sure Justin annoying. Williams probably like put a stop to it after your Legion video. <sighs> I got canceled. That's what it is. I got canceled by Legion because of that one video. Were they pissed about that? <laughs> dude, they don't even know who I am. Mm. You think they? You think they watched that video? No. That video got a lot of views. You don't think they? You don't think they watched it? It, it got 31,000 views. I'm looking at it right now. Yeah, you, dude. 31,000. more than any of your other videos. <laughs> like, <laughs> That's what I'm the saying. Video, the videos surrounding that video got yeah. a lot of views, and yeah. then everything else is like nothing. The five videos I did right after that all got like 10, and then people started to catch on to like, these yeah. aren't as good. Well, even the videos like before got more views because yeah. people were like, oh, who's this guy? And then they went and watched your videos, you know? I need to like and then everyone stop watching them. I need to come up with a really good another clickbait thumbnail. Cuz yeah. all my videos are literally the exact same thing as that video, but that one got a lot of views. Mhm. How do you have time to make all these videos? How long does it take you? Mm, I'm getting better at it. It's like a couple hours. Mhm. What do you do with all your spare time? What do you What do you question me about my spare time, dude? I don't what know. Do you do? I feel like I'm always rushed to do everything. Scott like sells goats or something. Yeah, and roasts <laughs> barbecue and stuff. <laughs> Freaking goes down to the liquor store and tries to figure out which cans are camouflage. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. I mean, dude, picking out the right camo can takes up like a lot of time. I wouldn't know, but Drew, did you get like approval from the UCI to film the races? It's not against the rules. It is against the rules. 
I have the rule screenshotted on my phone that says it's not against the rules just in case a UCI official does try to say it's against the rules. Because I've had Kyle like, Marks is going to be a C1 winner before you know it. They're going to relegate you, bro. I've literally had like 10 people message me and say, you're going to get disqualified if you race with that. And I'm like, okay, let me That's look it up. why Kerry doesn't race cross with it. I asked mm-hmm. Kerry. He said it's okay if it's on your bike. This is what it says. Oh, if it's on your bike. Devices which what, capture... Kerry won't take it off his helmet to put it on his bike instead? Here you go. Devices devices which capture or transmit the following types of data are authorized. Positioning. Information related to the location of the rider or the bicycle. So a GPS unit. Image, still or moving images or footage captured from the bicycle, such devices may only be fitted on the bicycle unless specific regulations of a given discipline authorize devices being worn by riders. It has to be mounted on your bike. It can't be mounted on yourself or your helmet. And I have mine mounted on my handlebars, and so it is completely... Downhillers have cameras mounted to their helmet all the time. This is under the... Unless it's permitted... This is under the cyclocross rules on the UCI oh, website. Uh, gotcha. it's, it's under the cyclocross bracket. <clears throat> gotcha. Okay. So, and I've raced every single race with with the GoPro World Cups. They see it. I mean, they have to because they measure my tires, and not a single official has said something. Yeah. Why? Why would that even be a rule that you can't have a camera on your bike? I mean, I, I heard that it was because of like. If Flow Sports has the rights for the media of the race, then they are the ones that get to broadcast it. But, like, that's for, like, TV. This is for just me doing some goofy videos on YouTube. Like, Mm -hmm. I think it's fair. I'm the one out there racing. Can't I film myself racing? Mm -hmm. It's my life. You should tag Flow Sports in all your videos. Maybe they'll, like, pay you to do the course preview next time. That'd be sweet. Your videos are way too high quality for flow sports as of right now. You're going <laughs> to have to bump down agent. the quality a little bit. <laughs> Dylan, when you talk to your agent, can you tell your agent that a part of him working for you is that he also has to be my agent? No. <laughs> Do you think your agent's good enough to get you and me sponsored? Like we could kind of be like teammates that don't race together. Dude, you can talk to my agent if you want. Why you got to go through me? Because I don't want to pay him. Okay. (laughs) I don't know what to tell you, man. (laughs) So that's why you're already paying him, so you should talk to him on my behalf. He has to talk to you. Wouldn't you only pay him if he's making you money? Yeah. Is that how it works? Uh Yeah, Yeah. just think think about it like you're not really paying him. Your your sponsors are paying him, and they're just paying you a little less. If I don't make any money right now, he'll 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 get me making money, and he'll just take some of that. But if I don't, but if he can't make, if he can't help me make any I, money. So here's the thing. I don't think now you like, I'll give you my agent's contact and you can co- talk to him if you want, but I don't think an agent will just willy nilly pick up anyone. Like if they, if you're a freaking cat three and you're clearly not going to get any sponsors, it's like Bro. a waste of their time. Only American that's won a C1 this year. Come on. <laughs> Yeah. All right. So he should be he should be calling me. You you better contact him before next <laughs> next weekend. <laughs> before it all fades away. <laughs> yeah. Good call. You never know. Vandenham could win the C one at Pan Ams, and then Drew will be the only American for the whole year. Yeah. To win a C one. Or maybe Vinny will come back. <laughs> yeah. Or will come back to win the series. Um. 
Do we have more stuff to talk about? Because I got some listener questions. All right. That's all, all right. We should do the listener questions. Yeah, say it. <laughs> all right. Well, let me pull them up. Uh, have we heard back from Daniel at all? I don't think I heard from Daniel this week. Should Dude, we let our listeners? Algorithm was bogus, man. Should we Either let the Adam listeners? Keegan one. Should we let the listeners know that uh, the Matchbox is starting back up soon? So if they have any training related questions, they should send those to the Matchbox people. Sure. Who are those people? <laughs> mostly, mostly all of us. But <laughs> all of us minus Scott. But um. <laughs> yeah, so why is Dizzle now on this podcast, but then I'm not allowed on the Matchbox? I'm winning, I'm winning races, dude. What do you mean? You're allowed, you're allowed on the Matchbox podcast. <laughs> yeah, dude, so, no, uh, you came on the Matchbox. Remember, you talked about sprinting. Yeah. Yeah, once. <laughs> you want to be back on? Dude, when you win a cross race, you can come on the Matchbox. I've got some stuff to say. All right, we'll have you on. All right. Okay, I've got a question. Um... Does your weight play a role in your off-season? I started my off-season about eight weeks ago, and I'm hitting the gym three to four times per week, two times focused on heavy Matchbox, comp- next question. <laughs> I'm just you don't kidding. want to answer his question? <laughs> no, I'm just kidding. I'll, I'll answer this. All right. Two times focused on heavy compounds for legs, but I ride my bike very little, one time per week. I went from 75 kilograms to 80 kilograms in this time period, mainly muscle mass, I guess and got significantly stronger. I'm uncertain if my on-the-bike performance will benefit or if I will suffer on the climbs even more than I do right now. So should I do more cardio or so I don't gain any more weight, or should I continue going to the gym mostly, and will I lose unnecessarily weight that does not help my power output at the beginning of the season anyway? Thanks. Do you really have an answer Five for that, Five kilos Scott, of muscle mass. <laughs> Dude, that's too so hard to believe. <laughs> he said, I guess, at the end of that sentence. Yeah, too. I guess. So that's, that's a, a <laughs> I guess. It's not he actually factual. He actually has more background info if you want it. Do you yeah, want it? <laughs> no. Eight weeks of offseason? That seems like a lot. Uh, I mean, it depends on what he's defining by off season. Like yeah. I, dude, his off season though, he's only riding bike once a week. Yeah, yeah. I, 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 I do, say the off season is when you're doing nothing. Okay, I mean, I right? do, th- I do think that he should be riding more than once per week. So the way that I think of it, uh, with the whole like strength training, riding your bike, gaining weight, all that, is that our bodies are very smart. And our bodies usually like optimize themselves for for what your body thinks it needs to get ready for. So throughout most of the year when you're riding your bike, you know, five times a week and maybe you're hitting the gym once or twice, you're riding your bike more. So your body is going to like optimize itself for endurance aerobic sport. And then if you flip that like he did and now he's doing three days in the gym and one day on the bike, now your body is like optimizing itself to be able to lift heavy things. So like he he's going to gain a bunch of weight but if he were to start riding more and keep going to the gym two or three times a week i think it would kind of he'd find a happy medium that's the way i understand it (laughs) that's probably not scientific or anything but so i mean i'll say that if you're riding your bike four to five days a week you're doing way more exercising than if you're going to the gym three or three or four days a week 
Right. Because like no one goes to the gym and does two to three hour strength training sessions. And if you do, mm-hmm. like you're probably sitting on the bench on your phone half the time. Mm-hmm. So his like his caloric deficit is probably well, he's obviously not in any kind of deficit. He's in a surplus. And that's primarily because he's not doing as much exercising. Also, it doesn't sound like he's doing the right kind of strength training for cycling because you shouldn't be gaining five kilos in six weeks if you're if you're strength training for for bike racing. That's a lot of I don't care if it's muscle mass or fat or whatever, that's a lot of weight to gain if you're like saying that it's all coming from strength training. So I mean you should do like maybe two or three weeks of hypertrophy where you'd be like gaining some some weight, but the rest of it he's like I don't know. He's messing something up there. Yeah, this dude needs to eat less. You're only <laughs> going to gain weight if you eat too much food. Science. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, that's true. If you if you were like, if, even if you were crushing it in the gym, if you're eating like a bird, you're not gonna you're not gonna gain weight. Yeah, where's it gonna come from? Right. You could gain strength though. You could gain strength. Yes. So, all right. I mean, I, I just, Science. I, I think one, one time per week riding a bike is, uh, well, like he doesn't like riding his bike much. Like, I mean, you should probably pick a different sport. <laughs> if you're only going to ride it once a week, like, sure. Well, he, maybe he's in the off season and he's like, well, I, I need to not ride now so I can be better later when I do start riding. Yeah. But he, if, if he's taking eight weeks, if he's eight weeks into his off season, he's done eight rides in two months. <laughs> <laughs> Not a lot. Maybe he lives in Alaska or like Antarctica or something. And yeah. I don't Dude, know. They got fat bikes for that. Yeah, yeah. They also got Zwift for that, I guess. And running shoes. Mm-hmm. All right. There's another question. Um, oh, we should say that he should, if he doesn't like riding his bike, maybe he should do, do some other aerobic forms of cross training like running or swimming well if he yeah, doesn't if he doesn't skiing, if he okay, lives in anything like that yeah if he actually not if he actually riding. doesn't like riding his bike then he's got bigger problems if he's trying to be a cyclist Dude, right? if he's listening to our <laughs> podcast and he doesn't like riding bikes then there's seriously something wrong with that <laughs> point that's a good point dude i i have had people watch my youtube channel who say they don't even ride bikes they just like my videos for some reason what? You should tell those you should people, tell those people to, to go watch Holy mine shit. as well. <laughs> <laughs> um, all right. Next question. Uh, random arrow question for the podcast that I have never heard anything about, but think about it more than necessary. <laughs> uh, if, if there is a tailwind, is it faster to stay in an arrow position or sit up and make yourself a sail? I think the sail method feels faster, but could be a mind trick. Wow. That's, that is <laughs> a good That's a before. <laughs> I have totally thought that. Yeah, if the wind is blowing, I'm going to move that. It depends on how fast the tailwind is, though. I, I think I've probably never I, tried to make myself a new sail. I'm, I'm pretty sure that the tailwind would have to be going faster than you're going on yeah. your bike in order for this yes. to work. So, <clears throat> yeah. And you rarely get a tailwind that, that's that strong. And, and you also wouldn't want to sit up to the point where it's compromising how much power you're putting out. Well, most people, when, most people, when they sit up, they're putting out more power. Like, yeah, but is this dude like, like are we talking about sitting straight up, like cruise, S- like sitting straight bike? up, like, like Jesus and yeah, no hands. 
Yeah. Wear, wearing a baggy, out. wearing like a super like baggy parachute instead yeah, of a squirrel suit on, <laughs> like those you know the long jump ski the, the ski jumpers or whatever. Yeah, How they like stick their fingers out and shit. <laughs> that know? would have to be a gnarly tailwind. Um, yeah, the tailwind has to be going faster than you're going on your bike. Which I, I mean, if you're on a flat road with a tailwind, what are you probably going twenty five or more? So, oh, dude, I've had I've easily. I've had 30 plus mile an hour tailwinds. All I've right. definitely been where the ta- my tailwind is faster than I'm pedaling. Mm-hmm. So, so in that case, you should have sailed it. I guess I'll test it, it out. You should have sailed it, man. <laughs> yeah, I'll test it out next time. Dude, this reminds me. But don't so, come back unless you have like legitimate times of those two different bike rides on the same track so that we know it's scientific. Right, wait, same power wait, output. But I'll but remember just, to cut the hairs off my tires first, though, because that just could be effective. Of- <laughs> okay, but if you have a massive tailwind, do you want to keep the hairs on your tire? Because it's more of a sale. Well, then I'm going to have to... Someone's going to have to send me some brand new tires then. I know, dude. Okay, so this question reminded me of something I've thought about. So the UCI banned the Super Tuck, right? Because mm-hmm. it was it was too unsafe. Yeah. And dude, Scott, this one's for you. What's what is this new trend where like dudes are descending with their hand behind their back? How or the hell hand? is that safer than this than super Wait, tucking? Are they trying to do that to be more aero? To get more aero? Yeah, I've never seen this. What? It Dude, prob- I've seen I mean, one hand behind the back. It probably yeah. is more aero because like that's one less arm that ha- the wind has to. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> Dude, I saw him doing okay. it in the tour, and I've <laughs> okay. seen a few guys do it in some of the races that I've done. This take year. this take this another level up and I've done this joking around with CJ on bike rides where I'll take one hand out like this and then I'll take the opposite leg and stick it straight out and I say that's more error. I, I think that is, dude. Your air, your legs are a massive uh Yeah, like, so stick one error. leg unclip one leg and just stick it straight out behind you like Superman, like a half Superman. Why that's would not- you do half? Why wouldn't you just do full Superman? Cause I uh, haven't figured out how to like get that get there. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> I just I'm just not good enough. <laughs> yeah, because you got stuff down there. Yeah, yeah. Oh, too okay. much. I got way too much stuff, and I haven't figured it out. <laughs> you trying to say that Tom Pitcock doesn't have any stuff down there? <laughs> I don't know. He's a small dude. <laughs> like uh-huh. his whole body. So, Scott, so you've never seen anyone do that? No. Unless it's like no, no, I've never. I think it's a new that. thing or something. There were there was a dude who did it at Leadville. There was a dude that did it this weekend at Big at Sugar. At Leadville on what yeah. descent? At Leadville is the paved descent. Okay, what paved descent? There's a paved descent at Leadville. Leadville's not yeah, UCI, the, the, so he could have just down the, he, the first he, climb. Oh, he could have yeah, just arrow tucked. <laughs> yeah, why didn't he <laughs> just arrow tuck? <laughs> I don't know. <laughs> he yeah. did the. Oh, <laughs> <laughs> yeah, even you, I Adam this year. Like, I don't race on the road, dude. I know, but you've seen it so many times when these guys could just be super tucking. Every race you do, oh, you can super tuck, right? Yeah, I I, I super tuck a fair bit. Yeah. Mm. So whoever you see doing this is literally an idiot. <laughs> yeah, seriously, <laughs> I, I agree. That's what I'm saying. There's no like, way that that's safer than super tucking. And he's going to crash. And two, he could just be super tucking, which is like not that unsafe. Mm. 
Totally agree. What about putting your elbows on the bar? What do you think about about that, Scott? I don't have anything against it. I mean, it's probably mm-hmm. it's probably more unsafe than dude. Everyone does that all the time in gravel too. It's like the wild, wild west out here, man. Yeah, gravel's pretty unsafe. I've also like I've hit a couple of bumps mm-hmm. just in my hoods, and my hands slip off the bars. Yeah, which like. And I've also hit a bump with my elbows on the bars and don't slip off. So. Wow. Sick. I don't know. <laughs> Is the Superman <laughs> position really more era? If you. Dude, think about it. Yeah, because your legs aren't blocking any wind. Is that banned? Is that a UCI banned? I don't know. Yeah. That's <laughs> it's banned. gotta be banned. That'd be so legit. If somebody like. Did that in the middle of a race? Scott, just to be is like, it banned? Like, did they actually? Yeah, have a it's rule banned. About, well, did they probably, have a rule? There's probably about some that rule just, that says you have to have. Wait, but I think there's still Tom Pidcock like, did that when he won contact points. Wasn't it World Champs when when Pidcock did that? Yeah. So he could have gotten relegated for that. Oh snap! We should. I mean, I guess, but like same uh, with those. We should call the, the UCI and tell them at that. the at the Road Worlds with um, Van Vluten's socks. Mm. You know, oh, yeah. sock height rule. She could have got. I think she could have gotten disqualified for that. She's got no. A fine. They they did give her a fine. Yeah, but they're like, all right, we got to give her a fine, two hundred, whatever. Mm-hmm. Not a big deal. Two hundred Swiss francs. Yeah. Two hundred packs of Swiss Miss. You know what I have seen people doing to get more arrow is put your hands underneath the handlebars by your stem. What? What? So what are they holding on to? You're holding on to the handlebars, but you're holding on from, un, from like this. Uh, oh my gosh. Yeah. Mm. Why is that more is that, than putting them on top and, and doing the same thing? It like drops your elbows in easier. Yeah. No, that sounds mm. like a good Dude, idea. That is so sketchy. <laughs> I've tried it. It's not, not, it's not feel safe. <laughs> I'd rather just, if you're it's super like, tucking, I can literally like bunny hop while I'm super tucking. Like I can jump a pothole or something. And I yeah, can, the and UCI I can took away one. And I can rule. shift. They made a rule to not try to make something safer, and now we're just trying to come up with all these other ways to get more arrow that are way more. Unsafe. Dude, uh, what? Like, Dude, I don't understand. Did, like, dropper posts are not illegal. So, like, everyone should just run dropper posts, and then everyone can super tuck. Yeah, but the bikes aren't meeting the UCI weight limit right now. You know what I mean? What? Like, like all the so the UCI weight limit, all the bikes are heavier than the UCI weight limit. Um, because they have to be. No, like they're significantly he- that. What I'm saying is they're not even close. Like there's no dude. I, you dude, do you ever watch freaking GCN? Six point eight checks? kilos, dude. That's that's like not. It's not that light. No, I don't watch GCN. <laughs> Dude, the GCN bike sh- checks, they weigh their bikes, and they're like 7.3 kilos. Freaking 7.8 kilos. Like, they're not that light. It's because, it's because like, all the bikes have disc brakes now. All the bikes are aero now. Like, uh, bikes have only gotten heavier in the last five years. So. Dude, the freaking specialized crux is like 7 kilos. But it's not error. Right. I think Dylan's argument is that so, it's everything's going towards more arrow and not as heavy. Or sorry, not light. 
Okay, but okay. So what what you're saying is they're willing to sacrifice weight to make it more aero, but you're not willing to sacrifice weight to be able to super tuck to be more aero. To be more aero. I mean, yeah. I mean, I see what you're saying. So yeah, <laughs> I don't know. Um, it seems like you wouldn't use it that much though. Like when your bike is arrow, it's arrow all the time. But for the seat post thing, it's like you're, you're lugging around this thing that might come in handy on like the last descent of a big race, you know, like, mm-hmm. yeah, it worked for that one guy this year, you know? Yeah. I don't know. Dude, but Dylan's seat post is only like a hundred grams heavier. That's true. It's not that much heavier. I think, mm. uh, yeah, I think they should just keep adding things to the bike until all the pros are riding on around on 25-pound bikes. Mm. <laughs> um, we done with listener questions? Yeah, I think that was the last one. There was a listener question from a while back that we just skipped over. I don't know if it's worth going back. Hmm. Scott, you got any questions? No. This is all the way back when we were talking about boas. Just wanted to mention that I think a lot of uh a lot of circles boas have diminished in focus because people got fed up with their shoes breaking just because they're laking lacing mechanism P. Sure, that convo was like three episodes ago, but you know, I went back to lace my road shoes, MTB shoes, short track speed skates, and snowboard boots, having had boas previously. I think this guy is saying that laces are better than boas. Dude, of course they are. (laughs) Yeah. When have you ever broken a lace in the middle of a race? I haven't. Yeah, but I don't want to get the lace like stuck in my chain ring or something. I, I don't like laces. I I've had a, when I had laces for one season, I was like every race they weren't laced up the same. Like one foot was tighter than the other. Yeah, I and, can't stand and, that shit. And there were multiple times where I had to like untie them like minutes before the start, and that is just so stressful. So I'm like, don't want to deal with that. If I can just reach down and click a thing, much easier. Yeah. I'm with this on this. Adam, what shoes do you use? <laughs> um, well, technically, I have Bontrager shoes that have boas. <laughs> <laughs> so you're a hypocrite. Laces all no, day. It's because I don't want to spend $300 on new shoes until my shoes are completely broken. But I okay. still I put electrical tape on them to keep them on. Wow. You put electrical tape on your boas? I've got the specialized, yeah, like, whatever. Wow. Wait, where? What do you, what do you tape? You're just taping it. Yeah, I put tape around the middle of my shoe so that if if my boa breaks, my shoe stays on. I've got like the specialized metal like torch mountain bike shoe, and the, and the boas are literally like metal. Like, there's no way that thing's broken, and it's not the old system where you push it to unlock it because that does or whatever that does not make sense because if it got hit, it would just come loose all the time. But these like. You have to ratchet for it to come loose. Mm. Okay. Uh, I use lace-ups in my, on my road shoes, though, and they're way better. Yeah. I mean, I really I've, want, I've, I really want those both. specialized recon lace-up shoes. Those are like my dream shoes. 
especially in white. What about the what about the ones that are like a uh, hundred grams? You know, the specialized shoes that are super light. I have like, Konozumi shoes that are like 112 grams per shoe, or maybe for both. I don't even know. <laughs> okay. Well, so then this guy has another question. What do you think about expanding lifetime to 10 events, but they still only take your top five. So you could have a shorter mellow gravel ride, like SBT gravel mixed in with a full on full sus mountain bike endurance rides. Keep it endurance off-road, but allow some special specialization and some strategy around which five of the 10 races to peak for. Uh, that way, too, you could either try to peak for exactly five, or you could just Adam Roberge it and make it to every event and hope you end up with the lucky five races. Okay, well, that last point doesn't make any sense because... If you're not peaking for any races, you're just going to be mediocre at all of them. Dude, Adam Roberge, man. He's he okay. he, he's like He's pretty solid. Crushing it all year at every single race. Okay. <clears throat> Anyways. <laughs> Did this guy say that Steamboat is a small mellow, short mellow race? Mellow. Yeah, that's Dude, what I Steamboat thought. Steamboat is the he opposite said, of he said short mellow, mellow. No, no, he said mellow terrain. Oh, terrain. I thought he said... Well, no, he said you... So you could have a shorter, comma, mellower, uh, parentheses, terrain gravel ride, like SBT gravel. Oh, he's not calling Steamboat short. He's just saying it's bougie gravel. I guess. It it was weird how he put shorter there. Whatever. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I think he's just calling the gravel... Yeah, it's, it's mellow gravel. Got it. I mean, we could all stipulate all day on, like, what the lifetime grand prix series and it could go a hundred different ways, but like who cares? I mean, I heard there it's it's going to be, it's going to be what it is. Yeah. I've heard that they're going to double the prize money, uh, double the field sizes and possibly add one or two races. Wow. That's more information than I have, and I did the freaking thing. He, he you think he'll let you sentence. in again, Dylan? After your Adam uh, started that report? sentence with just <laughs> Adam just started the sentence with "I heard." So I don't know. Like, is that yeah? Legit? I hear a like, lot of shit. So yeah, I mean, I'm with Scott here. That was my point. <laughs> yeah. The final, the final thing that this guy says is also you should have he has Scott- more questions. No, this isn't a question. It's just Dude, this st- guy needs to be like on Patreon or something. <laughs> taking up like yeah. fifteen of our minutes. Yeah, also, exactly. also, you should have Scott start sober and take a shot every time you mention Arrow. I don't do shots. <laughs> Why not? I don't drink liquor. Okay, well, just chug a camo beer every time. I don't drink to be intoxicated. Okay, what do you drink for? Because it tastes good. To go slower on the bike? No. no. <laughs> because the can <laughs> has can. It's a of big sugar, all right? So. <laughs> <laughs> Damn. We'll see about your no alcohol policy. but. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. All right, so I got one from this guy. Oh, you have this a guy's- question. This guy's name is Ian Anderson. He like literally just messaged me like 20 minutes ago. I just checked. 20 minutes? Dang. That sounds familiar. During the podcast, he... I might know this guy. Dude, I don't... I have no idea who... I don't know. Maybe you do. So he said, hey, Adam, I'm a big fan of both of your podcasts. 
Nice race this weekend. I got to watch your finish after my race was cut short by a mechanical. I'm really interested in what Daniel has been writing to the Bonk Pros about. Would you be able to connect me with Daniel? I am a software engineer and have worked with a lot of machine learning and solving problems like this. Dang. So, wow. Daniel, if you're listening, reach out to Ian Anderson so you guys can Dude, figure if, out some- yo. Gravel wow. ranking for stuff. real though if this uh if this whole gravel ranking thing takes off with daniel um and what's we, this guy's we, name ian we get copyright no dude this needs to be like the gravel ranking sponsored by bonk bros or something brought to you by bonk bros or ignition coach co because that's bonk bonk bros doesn't make any money ignition coach co does so <laughs> hey, you don't know that dude a little more dude, we're gonna get us sp- we're gonna get a sponsor eventually Dude, yeah, Bush is like yeah, knocking on our doors <laughs> over here, man. Anybody wants to sponsor this? Yeah, if you want to sponsor this podcast, you don't even have to I have a you don't even have to have a company to this fucking cross race. So. Just yeah, just pay Scott's entry fee, and we'll mention your name in the next episode for some reason. No, we're not going to do that. Just sponsor it. <laughs> just, just give him money for no reason. Well, it depends on what you how much money it is. Mm. Okay. Aren't you like a pro? Like what? You don't yeah. get. Yeah. What the heck? Yeah. Why? Isn't, why isn't specialized paying for your entry? You're the fees? fastest one here. Don't I, don't ask me. I don't. Know. That's science. You need to be better at social media. <laughs> yeah, I just don't care at says, all. Says about the social media. <laughs> oh yeah, yeah, yeah. I intentionally um, on the picture i posted after the race this weekend didn't use any words i just did a thumbs up emoji and i thought for sure scott would see it that was i didn't say i didn't even say first i just did the thumbs up emoji yeah i probably did you should have done like, like number media. one emoji like there is one of those emojis number one there's gotta be there's an emoji for fucking everything yeah dude if there's any emoji that's worth making it's the number one emoji yeah <laughs> Well, I did the thumbs up emoji, and I thought for sure Scott would be like, "I do all." I just love copying Scott's strategy I, I of think social media. He, I think you need to come up with your own strategy. I know I do copy a lot, don't I? Dang it! Yeah. You copied me first, and then you copied Scott. Yeah, now <laughs> you're gonna get Dylan's agent. <laughs> Dang it! I'm just a copycat. Hey, anyone out there listening? If you're an agent and you're not Dylan's agent, contact Dizzle. <laughs> You might not make any money, but <laughs> you can still contact me. That's their fault if they don't make any money. It's not your fault. Yeah, really, dude. Yeah. Well, you know, really, really successful YouTubers also have agents. Anyone who I, makes a lot of money has an agent. Or somebody. Need, I don't know what you want to call it a manager. Yeah, or I, I technically have an agent. Farmers Insurance. Hmm. Yeah. <laughs> Insurance agent. <laughs> uh-huh. <laughs> yeah. Is that it? Well, I think that's it. Sick. Scott, <laughs> go crush some souls this weekend. Dizzle doesn't get a. Why does he get a? Why does he get that and I don't? Because you already want to see one, bro. You are, you already crushed souls. You already crushed yeah. souls. Oh, uh, okay. You crushed, so you guys are. You crushed uh, like half souls. Mark, yeah. Mark, Mark, Mark Miles, Mark Miles, you crushed his soul. Oh my gosh. It's going to be so embarrassing if he actually listens to this. Dude, he does listen to this, man. 
<laughs> he will when I. Send no it offense, to- Mark. <laughs> We're buddies. You know, no hurt feelings. It really, it really didn't sound like you guys were buddies about forty minutes ago. <laughs> <laughs> I'm pretty sure. I'm pretty sure I met him at uh, Unbound. We were talking about the new, the new Factor bike. He seemed nice. Yeah, he seems nice when he like, seems nice till to you crash you out in the barriers this weekend. Yeah, come on. Okay, well I'm not. I'm not showing up, so I want to take somebody not you. Out. I'm talking about Dizzle. <laughs> yeah, he would totally take me out if he could. <laughs> Dude, I don't even know why me and him have beef. I honestly do not know. Does he? So just like a wait. Thing. Do, does have he have beef? beef with you? No, I just no, 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 not like spoken beef. I just feel like he doesn't like me. What if he does? Like, what if he does like you, and you've just been misinterpreting yeah, this whole thing? No, no. I've like come up to like talk to his parents, and he's like literally turned around and walked away. Dude, he's a kid still. Yeah, it's I probably know. just that's awkward, what, man. That's what I need to keep reminding myself of. Like, okay, he is just a kid. I need to like cut him. And look slack. at you. You're like bearded and shit. You're like scary looking. <laughs> hey, <laughs> he thinks you're homeless. <laughs> okay. Oh, okay. you wait. Hold on. So this weekend is. This weekend is Halloween. Are you gonna you gonna bring the costume out on set on Sunday? I have another costume, and they have Good a costume Jesus. on Sunday. Sunday is the costume day, and I'm gonna have help from Andy on my costume as well. It's gonna be good. Should also, I just tell you? Nah, I shouldn't yeah. tell you. Is she gonna throw up on you? Just pause it. Just stop the recording now, and then tell us. Stop. Well, nobody. This isn't even gonna be published by then, is it? Yeah, dude. It's huh. probably gonna be published like tomorrow. Well, maybe why, if I say something, does, people... Why, why does the recording right. need to stop for you to tell us? There, Here's what it's going like to be. Five then people listening. going to listen to it, and it's not going to be a surprise. Dude, we're an oh, hour, dude, it's an hour it's and 18 minutes in. Yeah, yeah and we've already lost everybody. All right, I'll tell you. <laughs> so the, the original costume was Tom Hanks as uh, Forrest Gump, because he's got long hair, long beard. Mm-hmm. So I'm going to do that Saturday. I'm just going to walk around as Forrest Gump. Wait, Sunday, can I guess? Can I guess? Yeah, you know it now. You're gonna you're gonna be Tom Hanks and Castaway, and she's gonna be Wilson. Yeah, it's sick. <laughs> Isn't that great? I'm gonna walk around butt naked on Sunday with just some like rag over my junk and with my kid, and she's gonna have a onesie on with the uh, Wilson that? on her belly. <laughs> are you gonna be like racing? Why are you worried about this? <laughs> I couldn't even talk about Halloween. The costume thing is all day. I don't race till five p.m. Dude, Scott. It's we, Halloween, dude. Scott, we used to crush it at Halloween. You remember? Yeah, Back but now day? I don't care. <laughs> I don't normally care, but I think like the only That's reason I've let my... For, for Halloween. <laughs> dude, we went, no, no, dude, we went to a, we went to a Halloween party a and guess. we were uh, <laughs> we were Adam and Steve and we literally just put leaves. <laughs> we literally just had leaves over our junk. We didn't even have underwear on. It was sick. No. Adam and Steve. <laughs> oh, I <laughs> naked at a party. I didn't know that you guys were such good friends. Dude, wow, we were coordinated <laughs> until after that night. Coordinated dude. Halloween costumes. Wow. Yeah, dude, That's we literally a, lived together. Yeah, you did. Yeah. Well, I know. I know Scott. I know things about Scott that I can't unknow. Inside <laughs> <laughs> <Time> now. <laughs> Dang! I wish I knew Scott that well. <laughs> <laughs> All right, let's end this shit. Yeah, it's way too long. <laughs>